the late 80s, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the podcast Pat Trek. My continuing mission to introduce my friend Patrick to the best show that ever ran on television and to boldly go where millions of white guys with glasses have gone before. Hello and welcome to Pat Trek. This is the show where my friend, Pat O'Rourke, introduces me, Patrick Winnegar, to Star Trek The Next Generation, a show that I've never seen. And I have seen a ton of times. And Patrick, you know what? I feel like we've been hanging out a lot recently. Yeah. Like so much. Yep, just the two of us. Just the two of us. Yeah, so that we got a guest this time. <laughs> That's what we're trying to tell y'all. Oh, I was going to say I made a hologram version of you that I've been hanging out with. Oh, well, with. I knew about that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You're okay with it? Oh, absolutely. Oh, well, great. Hey, yeah. Grant. Welcome yeah? to Patrick. <laughs> oh, hi. So <laughs> yeah. glad to be back. Yeah, last episode you were on was called Booby Trap. It was. And it starred a very special guest star mm-hmm. as well. The Booby. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's right. That's right. The titular Booby. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! It was the night. We're already going down this road. <laughs> this is one of those episodes where you really could go deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you is... could try, but then it'd probably get really awkward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is Galaxy's Child, Ugh. which is kind of like the sequel to Booby, uh, Booby Trap. It that's, is. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the one, uh, listeners. If you will remember, where Jordy LaForge solved a problem by making a computer simulation of the woman that designed the Enterprise, and he fell in love with it. Mm-hmm. The, right. the engines. Yeah, the engines particular. of the Enterprise. Yes. Right. So uh, this is the sequel to that one. Yeah, we get to actually meet her. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, Grant, you found an amazing fun fact. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm hijacking the fun fact. I'm uh, a visiting dignitary from Starfleet, so <laughs> this is my show now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, this is the second appearance of the Jeffries Tubes, but the first where they have their final crouch-down, crawl-around appearance. Heck, yeah. Yeah, we they love Jeffries Tubes so much tubes more here. sense now. Yeah, yeah, we do. Jeffries Tubes are where it happens. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be the Enterprise without Jeffrey's team. Yeah, that's where the action's at. <laughs> what are you going to do when the turbo lift breaks? I don't know. Get stuck in an elevator? Mm-hmm. Hell no! No, Jeffrey's tubes. Bruise your knees and stare at someone's <laughs> ass. All uh-huh. right, it's the Jeffrey's tubes. <laughs> the first time we see them, you can walk through them. Yeah, which is dude was super running weird. through yeah. a tunnel. Basically. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a tube at that point. Yeah. No, it's a hallway. So we finally met Dr. Leah Brahms. Will we ever meet Jeffrey? I hope so. <laughs> I hope. Jordy, cue him up. Of the titular tubes. <laughs> uh, so I, for Patrick's He's probably log, like 400 years old. <laughs> yeah. He's like DeForest Kelly in the premiere. <laughs> uh, for Patrick's log, this came out March 11th, 1991. And I found a headline that says, In Huntington Beach, rollerblade skating okay for fundraiser. The American Lung Association of Orange County has added rollerblade skating what? to Whoa. the list of activities at its first annual Walk and Ride for Clean Air, what, what, a fundraising event scheduled for March 23rd in Central Park. Added to the first annual. 
Everything was added to this. Everything was added to it. Yeah, I know. The American Lung Association (laughs) officials said the new form of roller skating was added because of its growing popularity and because it offers similar aerobic benefits to running. Yeah, this and is... And roller skating. And roller skating. <laughs> Rollerblading was the hip new thing in 1991. Hey, do so. you guys uh, rock some blades? I did. Yeah? In the 90s, yeah. Yeah, did you have grind plates? I don't know what that is, so I don't think so. <laughs> oh. I was like 10 years old. I'm just imagining the old fuddy-duddy on the board that's just screaming, no, over my dead body. <laughs> if God meant man to be inline skating, he wouldn't have invented the roller skate. <laughs> Well, guys, back to grind plates. They'd come <laughs> into the bottom of your rollerblade, okay. and then you could grind on curbs. Oh, that sounds cool. No, yeah. I didn't have that. I had them. Never used them once. <laughs> uh, so we should get into the episode. This is Galaxy's Child, okay. as we said. Uh, mm-hmm. starts Featuring off, Beyonce. Yes, starring Beyonce uh, and the two other people. And <laughs> Kelly and Michelle. Oh, right. Uh, I think that's right. As in from Justin to Kelly, yes. <laughs> No, Destiny's Child. I just, so the listener's not confused, and they know I'm right. <laughs> Kelly and Michelle, I believe, are the other two of the core three of Destiny's Child. You know, I could look that up. There were two more at a certain point, but they just got fired so early. Yeah. Who knows their mm-hmm, names? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they weren't survivors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so boy. the Enterprise is on some mission to, like, drop off science equipment or some mm-hmm. shit, and they're also taking aboard a special guest. Uh... They are taking on Dr. Leah Brahms. That's right. Brahms is Bach, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Wagner, I never knew her. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. So Leah Brahms, as we said uh, earlier, was the woman that designed the engines of uh, the Enterprise. And that's the actual person, not the hologram that Geordi uh, made. Captain Picard is telling Geordi about this. He's in the ready room. He's like, hey, uh, we're bringing on Leah Brahms. And I immediately, just my stomach I, <laughs> sinks. I'm like, Jordy, no. He's very excited. You were already nervous when you saw me on the couch. You're yeah. like, oh, what, what is this? <laughs> I was just sweating bullets this whole time. I have a real bad problem with, uh, like, uh, I guess, cringe-type stuff. This you know? is a cringe. Oh, it's a cringe fest. Yeah. The whole thing. Yeah, so Jordy's Even like... Even the B-plot. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Jordy is just like, oh, you don't understand, Captain. Like, I, I've studied he's all of her beaming. work. Yeah. It's like, she, she's just great. You it's know, like, she's just great. There's nothing weird about my infatuation here. He is acting like they're going to Planet Lollipops for shore leave. <laughs> and everyone gets a golden retriever or something. Yeah, he's getting ready to meet her. And mm. he's in 10 forward. and mm. Drinking it, a glass of bile. Yeah, <laughs> as you do. Uh <laughs> He's got a little Erlenmeyer Meyer flask of poison, and he's talking to Guinan about how he's going to meet Dr. Brahms. Real-life friends. Yes. LeVar Burton and Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, really? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's why Whoopi Goldberg is on the show. Whoa, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Like, he was her in? Yes. Huh. I did not know that. Well, So there is a reason for Jordy to be on this show. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Jordy's like, hey... I'm I'm gonna meet this person that like he explains the whole holodeck thing to mm-hmm. Guinan. Who is not at all creeped out by it. Oh no, she's just like, uh I don't know about this, Jordy. You should go see Troy right now. Yeah. <laughs> she she's she, mainly just She's not to... creeped out, but she's tentative. Like yes. just be sure to keep the, the imagine from the real separate. She's trying to get him to manage yeah. his expectations and he's trying to justify it's like, no, you don't understand, Guinan, like 
First of all, I didn't fall in love with her, okay? Yeah, that's a lie. Uh, second of all, the computer took her real personality, you know, mm-hmm. like, and she was warm and she was nice and we complimented each other. And we all know that the person you are in your work emails is exactly who oh, yeah. you are in real life. Uh, yeah, because that's what the computer used to simulate her personality. Yeah. Uh, and so Guinan's like, Jordy, that's not real. Just, you know, manage your expectations here. <laughs> So he doesn't listen, and he goes to the transporter room. And now, ha- have we determined why the transporter room has sound-baffling textures on all the walls? I've asked that before. Is the why do they have noise the really loud? Yeah, also, it's everyone screaming when they die <laughs> yeah. and then are rebuilt in another location. It's their soul screaming. You're trying to keep them contained. Yeah, they just got tired of hearing that. So, <laughs> the, uh, being replaced by clones because yeah, exactly. you're not the same person in the But train. a clone with your exact memory. Right. So, it's basically the same thing. Yeah. So, Jordy's waiting for Dr. Brahms to show up. And when she shows up, He's like, oh, hey, hi, uh, I mean, hello, uh, uh, but, and he's just tripping over his words, and Dr. Brahms immediately says, oh, you're the guy that fucked up my ship. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, oh, yeah, you, you ruined my creation. So immediately, his hopes are crushed, and it rules. <laughs> <laughs> As they should be. As they should be. This seems like... From this point, up until the credits, like, oh, this is exactly the episode we wanted after seeing uh, the the previous one, after seeing uh, Booby Trap. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Because, like, when you're watching Booby Trap, I'm just like, that's a real person that he's basically taking advantage of. Like, it's it's weird, you know? Yes. And he thinks it's a real... Lars and the real girl. Yeah. He thinks it's a real relationship. Yes. You know, he'd expected her to be friendly and all this stuff. They're fighting. They're going through the engineering bay and she's like you completely ruined everything and he's like you don't understand uh theory is different from application i'm out here in the real world and she doesn't like that and so they just start fighting over Mm -hmm. the ship what i love about this episode is that she is perfectly reasonable all the way up until the end of the last (laughs) act yeah but she is completely i'm just here to do my job these engines are very important to me i designed them uh, and they keep reinforcing that over and over again through this all of these scenes where Jordy's trying to get a bit more um, personal. Yeah, very personal. Yeah, uh, a little too personal. Um, <laughs> this is interrupted by a scene where Data says that the ship is picking up some sensors, and, and Riker is uh, standing next to him with his crotch like directly in his face. <laughs> I have no idea what Riker stands power like. Power pose. That. It's a power pose. <laughs> And what what power is he exhibiting? He's showing that his lower back can deal with this. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's showing that HR has no power over him. <laughs> well, Jordy proves it in this episode yeah, as well. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there is no HR in the future. Clearly, <laughs> there's so, just one half psychic lady who's barely in anything. Oh yeah, barely in the show. Hey, at hey, all. hey! There's a bartender. <laughs> yeah, that's also it's also true. There is an immortal bartender. Um. So Data has picked up some kind of reading in a nearby system, and Riker's like, well, you know, we're way ahead of schedule on this delivery thing, and our orders are to, you know, investigate anything, so let's go there. So they're going to go investigate some weird blip on the radar. Back in engineering, Jordy is trying to uh, make things a little better here. He's like, look, Mm -hmm. there's no reason for us to fight. We're on the same side. Let's, uh, Let's do this. I'll take you on a tour of the whole ship. 
I'll show you why I made these adjustments, what adjustments I made. Uh, don't look at my computer, and <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm just gonna show you all the stuff that I did, and we could maybe get to know each other. Like I figured yeah. that that would help. Uh, yeah. So let's talk about our agenda. And, uh, and do you like? Do you want to have dinner? This isn't a date, but do you want to have dinner at my in my quarters? And he like mentioned some pasta that he knows that she likes. Yeah, he, I couldn't remember the name of it. I can't remember, but he like dug Fret into her brain. Space pasta, Fungili. <laughs> they Fragili. haven't invented it yet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's why it's not only green and and it's not real. <laughs> yeah, it's not a real thing. But she says, it's "Yeah, the pasta. <laughs> I I love that fake ass food. That sounds great. Wait, how did you know that?" And he's like, "Oh, huh." I don't know. It's, it's a weird coincidence. I like that too. I like all the same things that you like. <laughs> We've I'll never s- met before. Please yeah. don't check my browser history. Yeah, please. please. Leah Brahms' feet is the most recent <laughs> se- search entry. <laughs> so, yeah, he invites her to his room. This it's is all so, it's so uncomfortable. Yeah, you- but he's wearing that sweater that drops all the skirts yeah, we'll, and we'll stuff. We'll get to the sweater. Okay. The corduroy. <laughs> We'll get, Silk sweater? What we'll was that even sweater. made of? Uh, yeah, jeez. So the ship is uh, arriving at that blip on the radar that they're uh, trying to investigate. And speaking of space pasta. Oh, yeah. There's a little piece of ravioli, as you said. I said it looked a like a... big piece of ravioli. Yeah, I said it looked like a testicle. <laughs> I uh, thought it looked like a butt. It does look like all of these things. <laughs> so Grant is bringing the highbrow up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 a testicle and a tutu. Yes, yeah. it is. <laughs> it's a little floating thing. It looks like an animal of some sort, and they keep saying how they've never seen anything like this. Blah blah blah. blah. But in the episode Tin Man, they encounter a living ship. Tin Man. Tin Man. <laughs> yeah, it is an organism in space. It's much yeah. like this thing. Yes. So they have seen something like this. Before. Totally. But they're they're freaked out by it, and they're like. Oh well, it's it's a life form. Uh, you know what? This is probably the third time. Yeah, remember that baby head thing? Oh yeah, that's right. The baby head thing that remember killed that guy. Remember that baby head? Wait, thing it was the thing that trapped that him killed and that did guy. experiments. <laughs> Landmark <laughs> television, a cornerstone of American culture. I think it was uh, where silence has lease. Yes, oh, that thank was you, the episode. Patrick. Yes, and all I remember is because of the guy at the uh, the ensign at the helm. Oh, shaking his head. That explodes, and his head explodes. That random guy who just shows up for that one scene. Poor, the second he's there, guy. you're like, he's dead. He's immortalized in a GIF now <laughs> that uh, people post when they see terrible things on the internet. Um, so yeah, they yeah. find another space organism, and they're like, oh, it's uh, uh, we got to investigate it. Let's get Troy up here, and they're. Councilor Troy, feel at it. (laughs) Well, you know, that's her her thing. She can kind of read emotions and minds, and so this is exactly the sort of thing she's got to do. But she, uh, again, does not do much in this episode. She's useless. Does absolutely nothing, because when they're probing it, it starts probing them with, like, some kind of radiation. Yeah, it's got force lightning. Yeah, Yeah. green. Well, first, it sends out a probe, and Picard's like, don't put up the shields. It's only fair that we... Oh, shit, and it's attacking us. Uh, <laughs> immediately just shoots lightning at it. Picard they, screws up big time in yeah. this episode. Mm-hmm. I uh, like that. That's probably one of the best parts of the episode is Picard struggling right. with his moral dilemma. and uh, Really underplayed and underemphasized, but oh, best yeah. part of the episode. Probably. This was a weird B-plot. Because it has nothing to do with the A. It's not. Uh, yeah, it's not very connected. It's just it reminds there. me of early seasons. Yeah. Yeah. 
So they get shot with this lightning. Radiation levels are rising in the ship. They got to do something fast. They're like, well, we got to shoot it with our phaser. And they do. And he and seems they, really surprised and upset that the thing they shot with their death laser I dies. Know, it dies. It dies, and Picard is upset. Most of the time, you got to shoot it a few times. That's the phaser's one purpose, is yeah. to make things die. No, sometimes it's to lower shield, so then you can put some photon torpedoes oh, in there. Oh, and then make things right, die. Right, yeah. It's like, what did he think would happen? And he's like, Set up death. We weren't supposed to... Kill things. We are here to explore some shit like that. Wait a minute. Those phasers weren't set to stun? Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> There's weapons on our ship? Uh, so as he's about to go to his ready room and cry, Data's like, actually, there's another, like, there's a life reading or something in the center mass of the being. Oh, my God. So there's another thing. They killed a somewhere. pregnant space being. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a baby inside of it. They went out and they shot a pregnant whale. <laughs> they killed a pregnant space whale. I bet you feel like a real big man, Picard. <laughs> yeah. He does it. That's what I'm saying. That's the best part of this episode. He's like, ah, oh, crap. Yeah. I, I thought it was a testicle and it was a pregnant whale. Yeah. That's the exact opposite of a testicle. <laughs> I can think of nothing less like a testicle than a pregnant whale. Speaking of testicles, we're about to get to that scene where, uh, where Jordy... He's no. very bold. He's a very bold man. He's got brass balls in this scene. No, the scene is horrible. Oh, yeah, it's awful. He's, it's hard to watch. He's debating yes. the nature of mood lighting with yep. the computer. Yeah, he's arguing with the computer to, like, have sexy... It's a co-worker! Candlelight, yeah. He's got his, like, cashmere sweater thing on. Uh... He puts on some... It's not cashmere. He I goes through like is. three different mood music settings, and I'm just waiting for, for the uh, pirate violinist oh, from yeah. Booby Trap. That was, yeah, the pirate violinist was uh, the yeah. one that ruined his first date with another co-worker. Uh, with a subordinate. That's right. Yeah. Someone worked under him. That's even worse. Yeah, it's even worse. So at least he's getting at least better. This is someone who is not currently on the ship. It's just someone he is working with. This yeah. particular day. And he made a hologram of yeah, his interaction with. Yeah, uh, we'll get to that. <laughs> oh, Jordy. So he puts on some classical guitar and uh, he's setting Which, the scene. again, too sexy. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, that's what Brahms thinks. She shows it's up. too yeah. sexy. She's like, wow. Especially with that sweater, guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what her reaction is. Like, uh, this is a little informal. That's weird. Yeah, where's your uniform, bro? Right, he's like, I don't like wearing my uniform. I've never seen him outside of a uniform, <laughs> ever. <laughs> it's, Only when it's time to, you know. I guess so. Well, so they sit down. You don't want to be it's... messing with that back zipper when you're alone with yeah, a lady. Yeah, <laughs> That one-piece Starfleet uniform. God. It's not that one room, piece anymore. They have anymore. to be hooking up all the time because you cannot get that off solo. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but you wouldn't be hooking up. You'd be getting married. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're doing, like, the monotonous stuff of, of yeah, being a couple. Yeah. <laughs> if you put the right classical uh, uh, guitar on, you can make that sexy. <laughs> hey, I'm not saying being married's not sexy. I'm just saying. I am. Because <laughs> my wife doesn't listen to my guest spots. <laughs> Although you podcast with her. Anyway, we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't listen to those either. She doesn't have to. She's in them. <laughs> <laughs> They're talking about... Or Brahms is talking about how she apologizes if she f- seems cold and standoffish, which, if you'll remember, is the opposite of how uh, Jordy described her at the beginning of the mm-hmm. episode. And but, a thing no one should apologize right. for. You're, you're working. You're at you're work. You're at work. 
You're so, like, I'm trying to get my job done so I can go do something I want to do. Yeah, that's basically what she's saying. I'm so sorry I put my work first here at work. Yeah, no. <laughs> she's saying that, like, you don't understand. Like, I designed this engine. I'm very attached to it. So when I see that you changed it in any way, I know that you had to change it, but it just, I don't like it. It's like, and Jordy's like, it's like they're your children. And she's like, yes, exactly. Uh, how did you know that? Wow, that's weird that you know a lot of things about me. Anyway, Don't check my browser history. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, this is inappropriate, so I'm going to go. And she yeah, leaves, she bounces. and she's right. It was inappropriate. And then he acts all indignant about yeah, it. Yeah, he's like, oh, but damn the, it. This whole scene, especially when he moves from across the table oh, yeah. to like the 90-degree next side of the table, it's like one step for misery. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I'm waiting for the sledgehammer to come out. I know, yeah, he's, yeah. <laughs> he's going to... She should have moved, kept moving around the table. <laughs> Design me like, a ship. <laughs> it's too much. It's weird. We're going to musical language. chairs this until you let me go home. I know. No, I mean, he's putting it on hard. Yes, he's coming on There's a little a heavy. There's a guitar being played. I know. Well, of course she picked up on it. Yeah. yeah. So she was like, hey, I don't want to be here. Well, no. I'll see you later. Back on the bridge. Oh, yeah, this storyline. Yeah, this this one that has nothing to do with the this other A-plot. episode we kept switching between just to like <laughs> pick up the, the schedule here. Yeah, they everyone has pretty much put together that this thing was pregnant. So they've analyzed all the life form uh, stuff, the readings mm-hmm. from it. They're like, it's a it's a child. Uh, so that's why it attacked us. As that, we all know, pregnant creatures are <laughs> nature's most violent creatures. <laughs> yeah, they were like, that's why it attacked. <laughs> It, which it would make more sense if it like had you had know, a baby had the baby so like it'd be a like a bear yeah but I think that's what they were going for I don't know uh, so they're all talking about what to do about this thing in the in not the ready room the observation lounge and Doctor Crusher is like you know this thing is still alive in there we would have to help it out kind of like a C section you know we've got to cut it open. To let the baby out, uh, we can <laughs> use. And Riker's like, dumb. "Well, Worf yeah. does say that's dumb, and right away, you know, well, that's what they're gonna do." Because <laughs> Worf says it's a bad. He's like, "Let's blow it up." You know uh, what though? <laughs> Worf was right. They wouldn't have gotten yeah. in this in this mess. No, it would have been a lot like, easier. Let's just get get the hell out of here. Uh, that thing was gonna like mess up our yeah. ship. We made a first mistake. Let's not make a second. Yeah, let's go. So Riker's like, "No." But Picard says. Uh, yeah, I feel really bad about my first mistake. Let's double down. Yeah. <laughs> he says we're now responsible for the child, so we're going to use the phasers to cut it open and free the kid. Which, the same phasers that killed the bigger That testicle. they killed, yes. Yeah. yeah. They're going to cut open the dead body mm-hmm. and uh, allow the... They're pretty the, cocksure with that. I know. Hey, well, it does end up working. Uh, a lot of other things go wrong, but we'll get to that. <laughs> So, as we pointed out, I think Grant pointed out that uh, Brahms planned an 8 a.m. meeting the next day, <laughs> which is bullshit utopia where you still have 8 a.m. meetings. Uh, you think it's just a ploy to keep him from staying I think up so. too late? Yeah. Just like, hey, uh, let's only talk like super early in the morning when no <laughs> one is horny. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I really do not want to see you at any other point in the day. Yeah. So they're going through all of the modifications and stuff. This is that mm-hmm. thing that they're planning on doing. To do it, they have to crawl through the Jeffries tubes. Yeah. Hell yeah. 
Second best part of the episode. They, they have to get mm-hmm. in an isolated, confined space with no one else around. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. I take back what I said. Well, <laughs> I feel bad now. On the one hand, that wasn't Jordy's idea. That was her idea. But it doesn't seem like this would be a problem. But mm-hmm. what Jordy does is when they're talking about like some modification that he made, he's mm-hmm. like, uh, she's like, hey, you should write a scientific paper on this. That's a really cool fix that you did. And he's like, well, you know, maybe we could collaborate because you're a good writer and I'm not a good writer. And she's like, okay, I don't know how you know that, but it is weird <laughs> that you know a lot of things about me. Also, do you think industry journals are really like the home of high literary <laughs> quality? I imagine it's a lot of blueprints and <laughs> yeah. sheets, right? So he you, just you straight up... a graph, right? Come on. <laughs> Let's put some slides in there. Make yeah. a PowerPoint. Yeah, have you ever written a PowerPoint? It's just bullets. Yeah, so uh, Jordy just lies and is like, yeah, I know about you because, uh, you know, I just studied your work for a long time. That's it. Big fan of your work. You know, I work on the engine all the time, so I got to know about the person that made it, right? And she's like, oh, uh, okay. And Didn't then he, he already bring up her hair earlier, by the way. Yes, yes. at dinner. I yeah. forgot dinner. about that. So, now, sorry, it just seems relevant. It's down now, but it was up. It was yeah. up. Yeah. And she's like, how do you know about my hair? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, uh, uh, protocol? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Standard protocol Standard to protocol. Smell, <laughs> smell lady's hair. It's, it's my job to, to send that information to the blue man. <laughs> Our resident blue man. Uh, yeah, you know? the blue barber guy. <laughs> so... Jordy is like, uh, and also I hope that we could become friends. I think you're really cool, and I'd like for us to become really good friends. And she's like, uh, this is going where I think you're going. You should know that I'm married. Jordy oh. did not know this. And he visually shows it. He's like, yes. oh, oh, what? Shit. <laughs> Our protocol inspection only covered hairdos. Yeah. <laughs> How am I supposed to know about your marital status? <laughs> Oh my god! It shouldn't cover any of those things. So he's he's back in ten forward. And he's playing chess with himself. Why would I need next of kin on this warship? Yeah. <laughs> and peace, he's playing peace ship. He's going. There's, to, there's families on board. Yeah, yeah they don't do anything dangerous. It has never been used for war. Uh, <laughs> Bork. He's, he's playing chess with himself, and he's talking about uh, talking to himself. He's like, how can I get all this stuff so wrong? Can we come? Sorry. Yeah. That chessboard, mm-hmm. much smaller than the normal three-dimensional Yeah, chessboard. it's very well, small. it's because it's the one-player game. Is yeah. there a one-player game? <laughs> there <solitaire>. is now. <laughs> it's so small. He wasn't playing with anybody. Yeah. Oh, man. I want to learn this game. That's all I'm saying. And I- he still lost. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and sorry. Gein- Guinan comes up, and, and Jordy's like, I, you know, I got everything wrong about Brahms. Uh, she wasn't like her hologram at all, and she's like, "Yeah, I, you know, I told you that would probably happen." Uh, and she's married. To top it all off, and Guyton is telling him, "Look, you have this idea of this person that she had no knowledge of. That you had this idea of her, and when she doesn't match up to it, you get mad at her. That's really stupid, Jordy. <laughs> like, pretty much telling him everything that he needs to hear, but he's still not." Really hearing it? I at thought all. we got over this back in the Gene Wars, Jordy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so unethical, and he knew that when he made her. Oh yeah, how he... unethical it is to create a person you know in the holodeck, right? Or a person that you may run into, you know? Well, a real person, right? I mean, Minuet's it's... not real. Yeah, 
Minuet is... She's real to me. Re- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you and Riker. But no, but she's like a fantasy because she's a fantasy. It's not like it... Like, we got on a, a Barclay. Barclay's case for yeah. that. Where he made real people. They were well, like, that was, Barclay was into some odd shit. <laughs> I love Barclay. He was He's like the best. making people dress up as kids and like weird Victorian outfits. It was, it was like, <laughs> you're close to remembering what Barclay's happened. Barclay's the only person with a sense of imagination on this show. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only one who's got the cojones Here to push back. the envelope. <laughs> He'll be back. It's oh, always a great man. episode with him. So uh, back on the bridge, they're. <laughs> They're doing that thing where, you know, they give a C-section to the space whale. And uh, it's just, you know, the best CGI. The 1991 CGI. Uh, yeah. The baby's having, it's like struggling to get out. And they're like, no, we can't help it. We've got to let this do it on its own. You and, got a tractor beam. Yeah, they, but they don't help. But it, it eventually gets out. Yeah, eventually. Uh, could have cut the scene a little quicker. Right. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah, to get back to that hot Leah Brahms spot. <laughs> That's what we're here oh, for. Oh, you're right. Okay, so, fair. more sweater time. <laughs> yeah. So, so they're like, uh, okay, well, let's make sure that the, the, the baby's all right. And they're like, oh, shit, it's following us. All right, well, now it's latching onto the ship. Oh, now our energy's uh, being depleted. Can we warp out of here? Oh, no, we can't warp out of here. Warp looks around at everybody like, yeah. what up, Should've guys? Should've listened to Warf. Shot called. <laughs> but it's like, attaching itself to the ship. And Troy is like, you know what's happening, don't you? It thinks that we're its mother. It imprinted on us, so now it's going to follow us around forever. But she is like, over, she's like, this is so cool. <laughs> Instead of like, this is horrifying, and we're all going to die. Well, she had space baby imprints on the Enterprise in the death pool. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so that's how they're that's how they're gonna go out. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I also, if, there's one thing that Troy knows about: it's having a space baby. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. She had a child of her own Jeez. from the child. The child. Romulan attack is such a low return. <laughs> <laughs> one thing I think is really strange is that this baby is able to just attach to the ship and start draining its energy. Where's the teat? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like maybe he doesn't need one. Does the Enterprise have one? I guess not. Ask Leah Brahms. <laughs> why, why did you That's install it? That's what she's it? there for. <laughs> we don't even get the answer to that question of like, wait a minute. You could just attach to the back of the thing and suck all of the power out? I guess so. Where's the escape valve? Uh, they never got to the anatomy of this thing. They just fucking killed it. <laughs> <laughs> That's, but, yeah, it's a jammed in storyline. Yeah, so they're talking about this in the observation lounge and... You know, Picard and Dr. Crusher and Data, like, they're all trying to figure out what to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Crusher is like... Captain, it's demanding we play horsey. Yeah, it's pretty much playing... <laughs> it's like piggybacking. And uh, Dr. Crusher is like, we need to find an environment for it that it can survive in on its own and leave it there because we can't keep this up. So Data's going to try to figure out, like, where it could possibly be going. But Dr. Brahms, who's also in the room, is saying... There is a way to maybe dislodge uh, Junior, as they're calling this thing. It is right over the shuttle bay. So if you uh, remove the force field or whatever, all of the pressure will blow out. And they're thinking maybe we could dislodge this thing that way. Their plan is to go... Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just blow on it, basically. Right next to the teat. Yeah. (laughs) That's why we put the teat there. This episode is the most uses of teat, I think, in the entire run <laughs> Well, I'm trying track. to say, you know, 
The titular teat. (laughs) It's the nineties. We can't use the word nipple. Yeah. (laughs) Well, if it's if it's I this is gonna make me sound like an ignorant jerk, but like if it's on an animal, it's a teat, right? Right. I'm not a like farmer. A cow. <laughs> like yeah, a they cow. call that for it's cows. It's the teat of the cow. That's what yeah. I was thinking. Or yeah. like a goat. <laughs> right. That's what they're called. <laughs> I don't know what's called whale, but I would assume it's a yeah, teat. Yeah, I think, I think it is. They're yeah. mammals. Sure. sure. Yeah. Uh, we don't know if this thing's a mammal, though. But what is it on a starship? That's the real question. <laughs> Space teat. <laughs> ah, okay. Ah. <laughs> Uh, so now Jordy and Dr. Brahms. I'm just saying, why could all the energy <laughs> leak out of the back of the ship? I don't it know. makes no sense. It's just found it found a hot spot, I guess. Well, why don't the yeah. Romulans just go to the back of the ship and suck out the warp core every time? Maybe it's the, the part that plugs in when they're in dry dock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, the, it's the little No, because uh, they go in front first. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. well, either way, the, the little alien thing has found the source of the energy. <laughs> and if they don't do anything soon, it's just everyone's going to die. Oh, so no. Jordy and Brahms have to figure out, all right, how do we keep the engine running while this thing is attached? So they got to think on the fly, just like Jordy said earlier, a lot of times, mm. theory is not always the same mm. as uh, some of the stuff you experience in space. So they have to improvise. Real, Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one thing where he's right. Yeah, I don't think her blueprints ever accounted for a cue. Right. <laughs> yeah, sometimes... The, you know, the Q continuum shows up. Yeah, you got to deal with that. Dr. Brahms is like, do you have a total list of all the modifications that you made? Because that's, I think, how I can get to the bottom of this. I'm more familiar with the original. Uh, and Jordy's like, yeah, uh, I got him on a computer here. Uh, oh, I got to go to the bridge. See you later. <laughs> and so she's looking through. Please don't click the folder that's labeled definitely not porn, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> and that's pretty much what she does. She gets this ensign to show her the program that mm-hmm. Jordy made when the, uh, in the episode uh, Booby Trap where they he altered the uh, dilithium crystal. Mm-hmm. And th- th- there was a brief exchange earlier where she was like, oh, who did this? And he was like, oh, I had to do it. You remember? Oh, wait, you don't remember. Uh, this is the thing for the next class of Starship. So I, you know, I rearranged it. And she was How'd like, you how know? do you know that? So now she's about to find out how he knows that. She loads up the program on the holodeck, is going to walk over to it, <laughs> and uh, yeah, she, uh, she finds her. Jordy's little secret. She finds her. Yeah. Saying, and when you touch the ship, it's like you're touching me. Yeah, that's the absolute worst what? part. Yep, she that walked in on the worst part. final monologue from Hollow Leah. I know. <laughs> so Jordy comes back to engineering. And the ensign is like, oh, yeah, I showed her that hol- holodeck program. And he's like, what? No! <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Whoa! And goes running, like comically yeah. running. His, uh, his legs do that thing where First, they spin around. First, you're fired. Second, we're still on for Thursday, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, that's so terribly <laughs> true. Jordy, yeah. you should get fired. Anyway, I, I got a ninja trumpeter this time. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm sure it'll knock your socks up. off. Yeah. <laughs> so he runs up to the holodeck. And he finds her seeing her in the holodeck, and she's understandably a little pissed off about this. Yeah. A little. Yeah. So she explains to him why this is weird, furiously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he need ex- needed right. ex- explanation. I know. He knows why it's weird. Yeah. And uh, they, they had paused the holodeck program, so there's a person that's like clearly standing in and is actually there because she's mm-hmm. moving slightly. Uh and Brahms is like, 
I like you've totally violated me. Like this, you've I don't who knows what else you've you've done. And he's like, I promise you, nothing happened. This is just a, a it's a professional collaboration. And I connected with you. And I'm sorry that I connected with he you. He plays the victim. I know, yeah. I'm just trying to be your friend. <laughs> Maybe you'll find the truth is in the middle, Dr. Brahms. Did you ever think of that? <laughs> Maybe I'm not a huge perv, but please come get dinner with me. Yeah. <laughs> I think you'll find I'm the true victim in yeah. this situation. Yeah. Yeah. I stole your agency, but I am the one who was hurt. <laughs> so he storms out. Um, yep. Fucking Jordy. I know, Jordy, Jordy man. Get a grip, dude. Get some HR on this. So, uh, back on the bridge, Data has figured out where Junior was headed to. There's a nearby asteroid belt, and it's got some kind of particle in it that I guess this thing eats. Mm -hmm. Or that they figure this thing eats. So they're like, well, let's let's take it there. So they head through the asteroid belt, and they're trying to dislodge the space baby thing. The galaxy's child. Mm Mm-hmm. So they're in. Jordy is in the Michelle from Destiny's Child. Yes, yeah. So Jordy's in the shuttle bay, and he's removed the um, like the force field on the door, and they're trying to puff it off, basically, mm-hmm. with the uh, with the airlock. Michelle from Full House, having gone through the the monolith to become a star child. Yeah, yes. that's basically what's happened here. Um, it's not working, and the it, not only is it not working, there's more and more power drain. So it starts sending out this frequency, like a radio frequency, and it's calling more of these and bigger things to help. So now they're in big trouble. Uh, you got three of uh, the, the big whale things headed towards the Enterprise, and apparently they can communicate by radio waves. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing that we learned. <laughs> so uh, Jordy and Dr. Brahms are trying to figure out uh, how to get this thing off. And Jordy's been trying to figure out how to get somebody off this yeah, whole for a long episode. time. Oh! Now he finally uh, figures it out because he says, "It's what? a child, Jordy. What yeah, the I fuck?" <laughs> well, you know, in whale years, it's uh, <laughs> a little different. <laughs> so he says, um, "What if we were to find a way to sour the milk a little bit, wean it hey, off?" Hey, this the is energy. Leah's idea. Is and it? He, it no, is. he totally steals the idea from her. Yes. Oh. She starts explaining it. He cuts her off and then yes. says, spoil the milk. And she's like, yeah, dude, that's what I was saying. Oh, yeah. She's saying some nonsense about how things in interstellar space vibrate at like a wavelength of 21 centimeters. Which I didn't know that. Which I didn't know. I don't think I'll that's take, a real thing. I'll take, your, seems, I'll take your word for that it. That seems fake. Yeah, hey, sure. she's a scientist, Grant. Are you a scientist? She works with warp cores, also fake. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> no way. Don't believe you. Dilithium crystals are real. Show me one. <laughs> we just haven't found them yet. So uh, what they're going to do is they're going to change the frequency of like the energy from the ship. So that's going to mm-hmm. be, I guess, it, it's, it's going to be irritable. to I mean, irritant to the kid, and maybe it'll get off. <laughs> so sour the milk, as Jordy said. <laughs> yeah. Sour the milk, give him... Uh, IBS, irritable bowel <laughs> right. syndrome. Gonna, he, he keeps pushing the metaphor toward like... He keeps saying vinegar. vinegar. Put, vi- who's that? He's feeding no, a child vinegar? Nobody has done Who that. does that? In the weaning process for decades. It's gross. Wait, is, is that a real thing? It used to be if you're ancient. <laughs> <laughs> how is this something that has survived in human culture to the 24th century? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what they're doing. They're altering the, the frequency... 
And there, there's this whole... That's, that's like if Riker gave a really stern talking to about, you know, Wesley Crusher needs a good spanking every <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> he needs a good kick in the ass. <laughs> so, you know how you don't get the holodeck pregnant? <laughs> if you look at the moon no, and you see God. where the moon is. <laughs> Jordy's trying to keep an aspirin between his knees because that's... <laughs> Dad told me that one. <laughs> I was nine. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, they're putting they're putting vinegar in the milk. They're, oh, uh, God. This thing is leaching off all their energy, and they only need a tiny amount of energy to change the frequency. And they go all the way down to zero point two centimeters. And I have no idea what that means. It's but they shrunk the vibration so yeah, small. The, the the wavelength is one percent of what it so likes. This little thing hates it. Uh, it's uh. Which, which means spoiled. the frequency is 100 times greater yeah. because there's a linear relationship. Oh. Yeah. I, I know more science than Leah Brown. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it works. It dislodges. And uh, it like goes over to the three full-grown space whales who stop attacking it. Now I guess it's going to live in this asteroid field and it'll be fine. And this is where Picard says, congratulations, Dr. Brahms. You have weaned the baby. Congrats <laughs> on weaning the baby. Classic Picard line. Yeah. That is stuck around, you know, yeah. just like there are four lights. Same same reference. Yeah. Just like oh, that's a, that's uh, a let's see what's out yet. let's see what out there what's out there with it. I thought he would say a lot. Because he says it at the end of the first episode. And then it turns out I was like, hey, Patrick, so he says that a lot, right? No. No, he no, says no. that again. But I love that that is Patrick's sign off because you would think that's gonna be Picard's sign off. Yeah. And it's not. Nope. He it's never make says make it so. I uh, yeah. But I hope that he never says wean the baby again because it sounded <laughs> no, very and odd. he will say, let's see what's out there again. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. I take your word for it. Then. Instead, wean the baby uh, went sideways over to ABC in the Dinosaurs show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it became one of their big catchphrases. <laughs> wean the baby. <laughs> Gotta love me. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, now I guess... Dr. Brahms and Jordy are friends now because they yeah. solved that thing. No, it's stupid. It's, but it's exactly like the first episode. Like, Jordy seems to have forgotten that he was they hated arguing with the hologram Leah. Yeah. She was just as cold, and it was they, they solved a crisis together, and they were suddenly friends. Right. So now they're, like, it's hanging just, out. I guess that speaks to her more than him. Yeah, th- this episode... And, and, hey, good job on the computer for getting that right, I guess. Yeah. But... <laughs> This episode that is set up as correcting the mistakes of Booby Trap instead just is Booby Trap 2. <laughs> More Electric boobies. Boogaloo. Right. <laughs> More boobies. That's better. Yeah. <laughs> boobies. Double D edition. God. <laughs> I can't take you anywhere, Pat. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they, they're talking about how funny it is that, oh, the computer never told you I was married? And Jory's like, it's notorious for not volunteering information. Uh-huh. And they're like... Oh, it's not creepy at all. Yeah. So... I guess they're friends now, and Jordy, like, she is going to apologize to him, which is dumb because she doesn't yeah. need to do. And Jordy says, No, I need to apologize to you. Yeah. And yes. I'm, and that's something and, you should do. Yes. And so good for him for doing that. And then he says, I'm glad to know you, but the real you this time. And then they're interrupted because her husband is here to pick her up. Yeah. And she seems kind of hesitant about, like, Oh, that's my husband. And I, we're three, three married guys yes. here. I'd mm-hmm. be like, What's the deal? <laughs> this guy's a creep yeah and you're like go to your husband yeah get out of here he's a nice man i'm sure 
Get out of here before the him. pirate violinist shows up. <laughs> she just flops down in the shuttlecraft. You will not believe yeah. this place. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm just, saying. Just drive. Get the hell get out of here. I met the creepiest dude. <laughs> and so Jordy's there alone, just staring off into space. And the, the part of the conversation where like, oh, it was worth it just to see your face. Yeah, what, what the yeah. hell? <laughs> what? Uh, I gotta uh, go. What? Yeah, see you later. I'm gonna talk to somebody who really knows me, my husband. You mean that face of abject betrayal and fear? <laughs> <laughs> Just to see that face? Oh, it's so bad. Yeah, but that, that's how it ends. Jordy all alone looking off into space. <sighs> well. So I was curious if there are any good Jordy focused episodes. I hope so. Mm. I really do. And love I found an article with the top five Jordy episodes. Really? From a treknobabble.net. Okay. Oh, okay. An and, okay source. And on the uh, top five Jordy LaForge episodes, Galaxy's Child rates number two. What? Oh, so they're mm. wrong. And yeah, they're it includes incorrect. this line Sure, he's a whiz bang engineer and has supervision powers, but he's a regular schmo who jerks off while thinking about coworkers that he admires from afar. Oh my God. With the help Ugh. of the ultimate fantasy machine in the universe, that is. This is a positive review of this episode. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not Booby appropriate. Booby Trap is Jordy. number one. I'm, 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 yeah, okay, good. I'm happy Wait, I said they're one? okay at reviewing. <laughs> which one is number one? Booby Trap. Booby Trap. Oh, Booby Trap. What's the, I like the one where he's trapped on the planet with the... The enemy? Yeah. Number four. Number oh, four what? on this top five no, list. It's way better. Oh. Anyway, speaking of ranking things. Oh, yeah. Grant, Patrick, this mm-hmm. is the part of the podcast where we like to rate what we just saw. Uh-huh. If we thought it was amazing, must watch Star Trek. We set to kill. If it's pretty good, uh-huh. it comes up in the queue, you should give it a watch. We set to stun. And if it's horrible, avoid it all costs. What do we do then? We leave it in the holster. Oh. Oh, you didn't know that? I didn't. <laughs> News to me. <laughs> so, Patrick, what did you think? Leave it in the holster. Whoa! <laughs> I know. The A plot was terrible. It had oh. nothing to do with the B plot. I don't know which, which plot I you're was, talking about. Which I was just which? like clenching my butt the entire time. <laughs> I, I, it was difficult to watch. And I... I don't know if Jordy learned anything. And it sucks because I love LeVar Burton. Yeah. I think yeah. he does a great job, but he plays yeah. a creep. <laughs> like, and I, I hate to watch that. Hmm. I don't like to watch that. I do like that we actually got to see the real Leah Brahms mm-hmm. and, and have to watch him deal with it. But, you know, it was with a B-plot that didn't make any sense. And uh, I don't think that he grew as a character. So, yeah, leave it in the holster. Yeah, for Grant? me. Yeah, I mean, th- this episode was clearly intended to be the second part, to be the the comeuppance, right? But it's not like they they just got such cold feet by the end that oh, but we can't have one of our heroes being a bad guy. We can't make him a creep. He he has to be forgiven. He has to to be the good guy by the end, which makes him so much more of a creep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they ruined him by trying to save him, and yeah, the the titular plot is just nothing it, it's inert it's meaningless yeah and it has nothing to do either plot or thematically with the brahms thing so it's it's a high leave it in the holster just to see you know the that they did pick up on right. something that they tried to fix a mistake if you'll recall i did say uh booby trap was set to kill but i'm, <laughs> I'm going all the way to leave it in the holster oh my this. god <laughs> Well, sequels are never the duality as good as of the man. <laughs> uh, can we call it titular? Sure, I guess so. 
If it's on an animal, yes. yeah, it's <laughs> titular <laughs> okay. name. No, man, I you could tell by the way I approach an episode when I'm just searching for things to talk about that are good. Remember those two minutes when Picard was sad? Yeah. It's the best. It's the best. I'm just searching for them. And even in this one, most of the time, there's nothing redeeming about this episode. Uh, The A or B plot or whatever plot you think is the more important one isn't important. Uh, And Jordy learns nothing. He's still a creep. He still abuses his power of position or his position of power. Leaving the holster. No. I don't. Oh, do boy. Not, Damn. Consensus. I, consensus. Not a good episode. Triple tap. Pro- <laughs> we executed this episode. Probably one of the worst of this season. I demand an explanation, Mr. Burton. <laughs> <laughs> Easily, right? Like, think of this season. There's been some great ones, some middle-of-the-road ones, but even those middle-of-the-road ones were at least entertaining to watch, and they felt like a complete story. This one... Feels like you sandwich two things together. Yep. And then the main storyline, which I think is supposed to be Jordy and uh, uh, Leah, yeah, is poorly told. And by the end of it, Jordy's the victim. Mm-hmm. And you're like, but he's not. <laughs> he didn't. She did nothing wrong, but act like a professional, right? And do her job. Yeah. He. Fell in love with a hologram <laughs> and blamed her for it. How dare she be married to another man? Yeah. yeah. And then her at the end have a weird opinion about being married. I don't know why Grant wanted to be on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to sh- let the people see what Star Trek really is. Oh, so you hate uh, Star Trek? Without the- Next Generation really benefits from hindsight, rose-tinted glasses, and I think this show is... is- uh, a valuable resource <laughs> for showing what the experience really is week to week. <laughs> I know. I've heard your opinions on Star Trek. We've we've talked about them, and ex- specifically Next Generation. And I think there a lot of times you're right because it was heralded as this kind of. Um, you know, very liberal show that mm-hmm. showed a progressive future. And then you watch an episode is, like this and you're like, ooh, it is this definitely is very li- 25 years old. It, yeah. <laughs> it is very liberal in the bad way. It's, it's very pat myself on the back for acknowledging that other people exist, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> even though they're weirdos and they should conform to my way of life. Yes. That sounds like, sounds like what I've heard about Gene Roddenberry, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It is definitely the product of people who uh, made something genuinely progressive, especially for its time, and then lived off millions of dollars in, in wealthy California seclusion <laughs> for a few decades. <laughs> this, yeah, this is a show boy. made by somebody who rested on his own laurels for quite a long time. That's probably fair. And, and that's why it's, it's better now after he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. There's a marked improvement with like season three. Hmm. <laughs> I can't really argue with that. <laughs> There's some great episodes. This is not one of them. No. Yeah. Anyway, Grant, is there yes. anything you want to talk about before we get out of here? Oh, is this plug time? It, it is, is plug time. Okay. Well, if you like me talking about television shows, I do a recap podcast of my own. What? Uh, with my wife called Sex Archie, where we talk about <laughs> Riverdale, oh. the CW's hit teen melodrama featuring the Archie Comics characters. <laughs> and if you're thinking, I don't know if that seems up my alley, here, a show like that, listening to a show like that, I just want you to know that they introduced a, a Quebec 
crime lord named Papa Poutine. Oh, I'm already into it. <laughs> and it's the best. <laughs> if you're down with Starfleet Engage, I also have an uh, actual play show called Six Feet Under. We have two ongoing uh, campaigns, IGM Mouse Guard and one of my friends GM's uh, Fellowship, which is a game he wrote. So that's cool. Uh, I also have a bi-weekly history podcast with my wife called History Honeys, and you can f- see me uh, playing video games for the internet at chipandironicus.com. We're, we're wrapping up our 10-year retrospective, Beyond Good and Evil, remaking the first one we ever did. Oh, cool. Before Whoa. launching Metal Gear Solid Five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Big History Honeys fan. Right oh, here. thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. I like uh, Six Feet Under as well. Uh, uh, as an actual play person, you know, those are, those are always fantastic to mm-hmm. listen to. But History Honeys, I think, is one of those sleeper things where, you know, you're like, oh, a history podcast. There's plenty of history podcasts. But the relationship between you and your mm-hmm. wife shines through in that, and it's, I think it's fantastic. It's got a touch of banter. It's bantery. <laughs> and you learn. Yeah. It's bantery, and you learn. And I love yeah. it. Uh, yeah, I'm also a fan of it as well. Oh, thank you, both. Uh, thank you so much. So... I think we should probably talk about, what, Starfleet Engage? That's yeah. the thing that we've got coming up. Hell yeah. I've got another one coming down the pike. For those of you that so give, excited. give money to our Patreon, uh, you will get to hear it like a week early. Yeah, I'm going to post it. Well, the timeline gets weird because I don't know when this will get done. Right, yeah. But, but yeah. you will get these episodes before they hit iTunes. Uh, and you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com backslash Trek. Thank you to all of you that uh, donate and uh, everyone that listens. Yeah, thank you so much. Basically, here's how it works. Once I'm done editing, I'm going to throw it up on Patreon. Okay. It's going to hit iTunes, hopefully, every other week. Okay. So you get it early if I finish it early. If I don't finish it early... You still get it before everybody else, because once it's done, I'm just uploading it there. Ah, uh, so that'd be the first place that it goes to. Very first place it goes yeah. to is Patreon. And I can't guarantee, I think I'll probably get the first four out very consistently. Mm-hmm. Then after that, who knows? A lot we- of editing, because we got original music in there, we yep. got sound effects, we got yep. the whole shebang. Yeah. Uh, and we have a lot, I think, uh, like, what, four more episodes? That we already recorded. in the can. Yeah. Uh, in, in the well, can. Recorded. I need to yeah. finish editing. And the other big thing is that I'm having a kid. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Now, if I donate to Patreon, how much of your kid do I get? Uh, oof. I got ass, Lauren. <laughs> but it depends. How much do you like Star Trek? <laughs> <laughs> but that's going to screw up the whole schedule. Yeah. 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 And it's out now. We can talk about it. We can Last talk about time it. we recorded, I was like, let's not talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I had to delete a comment I made about the nursery. Uh, <laughs> that is what all the work in your apartment was for. It was, yeah. 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 So, yeah, congrats. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that is going to screw up the schedule. Yeah, schedule's going to get nuts. So, just heads Who up, knows? guys. Until that happens, things will be normal. Yeah. Then the baby's going to be born. And yeah. we're going to have no idea when things are coming out. Uh huh. And that's just going to be life. Yep. Cool. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Pat Likes a Tweet because Facebook is for noobs. Let's see what's out there. Ween the baby. Peaches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Pop sauce. Peaches. <laughs>